0: going and getting your own oil? How about staying up in the midnight hour and praying for yourself, praying for your family? How about staying up in the midnight hour just because you just want to worship and praise him? How about you making sure you're in your word, you're reading your word, praying, you're reading your word, memorizing it. How about you coming to the Lord God and face-to-face encounter just you and him? How about you get your own oil? Moses was already used by God to go forth, lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. He was already used in that way. God had already spoken to him. He already said so many things. He had already gone up to the mountain, Mount Sinai. He already spoke with him in many ways. And then we see yet another invitation. We see yet another invitation, and this is found in Exodus 33. Go to Exodus 33. And in verse 13, now therefore, I pray, if I have found favor in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. Show me. He's saying that I may know you. This man, what do you mean, Moses? You've already encountered the God of the universe. You've already encountered this incredible man. You've already encountered this God that you've already given your heart to, your life to. You've walked it out. But yet God says, there's more. And he says, He says, show me, show me. If your presence doesn't go with me, I will not go. I just want your presence to go with me or it will not go. And he said, I want to know you. He said, I want to know you. I want want you to read it again. Verse 13. Right in the middle of verse 13. Right in the middle. Show me now your way that I may know you. Stop right there. Show me now your way that I may know you. Moses, he's been showing you his way. Moses, he's been, and you've been responding, Moses. He's been showing you, and you've been responding. Show me, Lord. I want to know you. I want to know you. Don't ever think that you have God figured out. Don't ever think that you have gotten as close as you can, nations. He said in Ephesians 3.20, he says, I'm an Ephesians 3.20 kind of a God. Exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything you've ever hoped, dreamed or imagined. And so in other words, God says, I'm the God of glory. And the God of glory wants to come and visit you. He wants to visit you and take you places you've never been. He wants to take you and encounter you in ways you've never encountered him. He wants to use you in ways you've never been used before. He wants to show you his incredible truths, his incredible love. He wants to heal your heart. He wants to heal your heart. He wants to give you a boldness. He wants to give you a fire. He wants to... Amen. If Moses, that already encountered God in such a radical way, still said, I want to know you, how much more should we be saying, I want... There's an invitation that Moses received that we're Exodus 34, verse 1 and 2. And the Lord said to Moses, he said to Moses, cut two tablets of stone like the first ones, and I will write on these, two... on these tablets the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. So be ready in the morning and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai and present yourself to me there on top of the mountain. Present yourself. Be ready in the morning. First of all, say the Lord spoke to Moses. The Lord spoke. And he said in verse 2, be ready in the morning. Are you reading the word of God? Be ready in the morning. Don't ever let the assignment of busyness, distractions or anything rob you from that precious time with the Lord. And don't give me this, I need to get up and get going to work. I have no time to open up my Bible in the morning. I have no time to pray to God in the morning. You don't have time not to. You must open up that word. You must eat of this word. You must, you can do it again in the afternoon. You can do it again at night, but make sure the first thing that you do is reach for the word of God. Let it be the food that nourishes you. Let it be God's word that's gonna increase and grow you in your spirit man. Amen. The problem with a lot of Christians is is that their soul is much stronger, much bigger, much more exercised than their spirit man. Their soul is their mind. We got a lot of real smart people. But sometimes their smart their smartness. Sometimes their intelligence is their their worst enemy. Sometimes. What is your soul? It's your mind. It's your will. And it's your emotions. It is your mind. God gave us a mind, but he told us that we are to have the mind of Christ. Not our own mind. Not, I've got to figure this out. God, how could you be doing? I don't, God, God, let me, I don't understand, God, God. Hey, it's okay to ask God questions, but stop accusing and stop waiting until you see it before you believe, because that's not faith. So So our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our minds need to be given over to the spirit of the living God. Renew your mind daily in the word of God. We are to renew our mind daily, which is why we are to read the word daily. What did he say? Come up in the morning. Meet with me, Moses. I just read to you the chapter before. He said, I want to know you. I want to know you. This man that already knew God, this man that already had encounter after encounter after encounter, and you could say, wow, God called you to do these incredible things, but now, just now, Moses, you're asking for, I still need to know you, God. Yes, because there's always more of God. But he told him something. He said, Moses, get up. Get up early and come and meet with me. And he actually also says, come alone. Come alone. In other words, it's you and Jesus. It needs to be you and Jesus, people. Your mind. Let's make sure that your mind is given is given to the Lord. In other words, you the mind of Christ. Daily renewing your mind on the word of God, right? Your will, your will is this, I can do this. I want to do this. I got this. I, I, I. We must make sure that we walk in the will of God. And our emotions, God's given us our emotions just as he does our mind and our will. They're good. But our emotions must line up with the will of God. And if they don't, our emotions can be used against us. So what happens is a lot of times people let their soul realm be so strong because they're operating out of what they see, what they know, what they feel, instead of what the Spirit of God is saying. And what the Spirit of God is saying is something that you must receive through your spirit man. You've got to receive it through your spirit man. And that's why it's important in services like this that we always, we pray, we ask, activation of the spirit man that your spirit man becomes alive awakened alive awakened to the truth when God breathed you know into Adam right he formed him from the dust but then he breathed into his nostrils the spirit of the living God and the spirit of the living God caused this man of God to come alive caused him to come alive but nothing has changed with us. Nothing has changed when you said yes to Jesus is when the spirit of God came upon you to come alive but we got to stay in that posture. We got to always make sure that we're eating from the right well, that we're drinking from the right well. Amen? Cuz you don't want to be distracted and get pulled into the wrong wrong direction cuz there are many, many Christians that will and come up. Come up to Mount Sinai. Present yourself to me there. No man shall come with you. That's verse 3. No man shall come with you. In other words, God wants to meet. With, he wants to meet with you alone. He wants to meet with you alone. If you ever had a relationship, it could be anybody. It could be a mom. It could be a father. It could, you know, it could be your husband. It could be your wife anybody that you're close to. But if you always were in their presence with somebody else and you never had that one-on-one time with this individual, ever, how close do you think you'll be with them? Because when you're two coming to meet one, you can always kind of depend